0: The term passionate is a word thrown around and overused. Mountain life has become a hashtag for wannabe influencers. These words can overshadow and diminish the incredible people who actually live, work and play in the mountains. They have remarkable stories to tell and I'm on a mission to find them. I'm Ashley Pettit and this is the Beyond the Mountains podcast. My guest today is Cedric Murrah, a professional ski instructor in the winter and mountain bike guide in the summer. He can help you to drop in and take some big lines on two skis or two wheels. Make sure you stick around to the end. After Cedric warms up, he drops in some great advice and tips on improving your skiing and biking, but also some great advice on living life in general. We talk about his life as a professional ski and mountain bike instructor, and how he's living his best life in the mountains. You can find Cedric at Up and Down Ski and Bike. I'll leave you the links in the show notes to his Instagram and Facebook pages. And if you come to Valsini, you can also request a lesson with Cedric through the ESF Ski School. Now before I start the show and hit the intro music, please make sure you subscribe and follow the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. It'd also be a great help to me if you could rate and review the show on Apple iTunes. Okay, so welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Mountains podcast, where I talk to people who live, work, and play in the mountains. I'm your host, Ashley Pettit. Let's start the intro music, get on with the show, allons-y.
1: Hello, my name is Cedric. I live all the year in the Moyen Valley, in the Alps. Uh, I work in the winter as a uh, ski instructor. And, and in the summer, I'm mountain bike guide. Uh, I practice all the different activities all the years outside
0: in the, in the mountain. This is my mountain life. All right, Cedric Mara, thanks for coming on the show. Hello. So... Uh, We've come a long way. We've known each other for about five or six years now. No, longer, because I came here 2011, 2012 we met. Twelve. Yeah. Um, I want to sort of start before then and talk about your early life growing up in Chambéry and around this, between the two lakes of Annecy and Lake Bourget, growing up and, and how you became to build your life here in the mountains. So why don't you just take me through growing up and- and coming to this area of the mountains here, yeah.
1: I was uh, at Chambury where my parents living, and uh, in fact, um, I want every free time I want to go in the mountains. So for climbing, for hiking, for running, for biking, for skiing. So I take the the importance of the the mountains will be for me. Yeah. So I try to organize my life and I want to live in mountains so past uh, my studies and past my teenage age. Uh,
0: was it something you shared with your, with your father and your mother or something that you just you were drawn to this, the mountains? I practiced in the a
1: little bit ski with my parents when I was younger but just one week one yeah. week uh, one in week the winter dry. just uh, like uh, like a lot of tourism here. Yeah, But I want more. So, I organized all my life to be and to life to live in, sorry in Montaigne
0: were you always a competitive kid growing up Were you was uh racing part of your your, your life i don't I just practice uh,
1: normal competition like slalom but just a few a few a few runs not a lot of competition and then uh, I want something more uh, free yeah so I followed um the free riding competition first in the first years uh, when they appear in France
0: yeah and uh how did that how did you build your life you obviously had a vision you said okay i want to you want to pursue your life in the mountains but you had to build your life here how did you do that uh
1: first part uh, i said okay i have to i want to live in mountain so uh, the plan is uh, okay i have to find a job yeah. to stay here and to build uh, my life here so the the easier uh, for me the easier plan is to be a ski instructor so i pass the exam and uh, and, and then uh, let's go for working in a
0: so how old were you when you came here and were a ski instructor 22 and Valsini was your resort, or did you go anywhere no, else? No, I make
1: a few uh, ski resorts before, uh, Valtorins, uh, Tigny, a different, uh, different ski resort for the day. Yeah. But uh, one se- two seasons at Valtorins before I came
0: here. Yeah. And then you made your decision to make this your home. Yeah. And so what, that's uh, 20 years almost you've been here, or longer?
1: Yeah, Twenty-two.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you'd be one of the senior members of the, the ski school now. Are you a senior member of the ski school? A senior uh, instructor?
1: I start at uh, the UCPA Center, yeah. just here two years, and then
0: I'm going to uh, the ASF school. Yeah. And you teach, you don't just teach skiing, but you teach other winter sports. You teach telemark snowboard, handy ski. Um, This obviously makes for a a good ski instructor and a ski instructor is always gonna have fine work.
1: When I'm starting at the ski school here, um, I understand quickly that if you be able to do a lot of things, you potentially be able to have uh, a lot of works. If you just practice skiing, it will be difficult. That's why I practice uh, snowboarding, different, different activities. Uh, I like to go off-piste, I like to go outside, not on the slope. Yeah. So I try to organize all my professional things in this, this line. And now with, the, with, the, with this experience, I spend maybe 80% time outside.
0: Yeah, so you're you know, outside off-piste. the resort and off piste. Yeah, yeah. Skiing. Yeah. Doing more skiing than most regular instructors do. And not be good on slope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to go on slope. No. It's not good for my knees. <laughs> but all ski instructors, they start off and they do the, is it the poi, how do you pronounce it? Poi, 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 poi? the little, the children. Piu Piu yeah. they all start there and then they uh, progress and they develop their clients so over the 22 years you've been a ski instructor you have a great uh, clientele now
1: yeah I sp- I spend time in Piu Piu uh, with the with the younger when I start at SFS school and some clients follow uh, me during all the season part all yeah. the winter sorry winter part and I've got my, now clients a bit more than twenty years that I've got in Piu before.
0: Yeah, so it's <laughs>
1: a good progression.
0: Very good progression. Yeah. yeah. What's a typical day like? Because I've seen you out working, and like, how many days of this of this winter season do you work? So from December through to April, how many days are you working? Are you working every day?
1: You have the choice. Um, we are independent. Yeah. So we have the choice. If you want to make all the season on, you can. It's around uh, 140 days working. Yeah. So, when I was younger, younger yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, um, I need money. Yeah. So I works all the day, all the season. And, uh, yeah, the time is going <laughs> and now you you choose and you accept that you have to to rest a little bit also.
0: Yeah, and you need to take time yeah, for the family. So,
1: so most of the time, one or maximum two days per week resting. Yeah,
0: What's a typical day like for you? What time do you start? What time do you have a, do you have a break? And what time do you finish? I know, normally, at uh, dusky
1: school, it's very easier. You start from nine and you finish at five. Around, yeah, but um it's a bit special because uh, I spend, what I said, a lot of time outside, so eighty percent time south base. So you have to prepare before, and uh, you have to move. So I spend time uh, at Valsoni, but I also go uh, in overski ski resorts, so you if have to move. The conditions are good. You yeah. go there, so you start from uh, m- maybe seven thirty, and you go to Bonval. If you go and practice ski touring, uh, if it's at the end of the season, you start at 6 o'clock or, or maybe... Uh, so it depends a bit, but most of the time during the February season for the French holidays, you start at 9, you finish, finish at 7. No, this, uh, 17. 5 o'clock. 5, sorry.
0: But that's not quite correct because where you live, you have to wake up early and clear the snow, have breakfast... You have to to clear a lot of snow sometimes up here. It's just the
1: the 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 easy part of the job, in fact. Yeah, if you want to to go, uh, you got to clear the
0: snow from your car and drive down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what time do you take lunch? And sometimes you don't even take lunch. Sometimes I don't eat. Yeah.
1: Sometimes uh, just uh, five. Sometimes ten minutes. Sometimes thirty, maximum. Take a gel on the on the
0: chairlift. exactly. Yeah, and um, one of your passions, and I've, and I've seen you do it with your clients, is you like to take the handicapped clients and take them skiing as well. And there's two different types of uh, handicapped skiing. Explain to me what what you do with these clients and, and why it's special. First, to understand, I I pass
1: the um, the for the. Um, I pass time with uh, handicap people because uh, I need to to work. Yeah. So I pass different exam to be able to to work with disabled people, and uh, I like this because it's different. It's yeah. completely different. If, and you have two type of uh, of client, the clients are first one is the uh, handicap. Uh, born handicapped? Yeah, all all their life they've been okay. handicapped this way. Yeah. yeah, and the second the second is people have big injury or accident during their life and uh, they are handicapped, but they were compl- yeah, yeah, normal people, yeah. athletes
0: before or exactly, full, you know.
1: exactly, and it's completely different. Yeah, because uh, people have an uh, injury or be a big accident during their life, they know how to to what they can do with their body so they have to accept that it's finished yeah and to to practice different
0: but you also you push them past this limit too sometimes i think that's important to to recognize yeah yeah you know they 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 accept yeah i'm handicapped but you say no no if you still want to ski and you want to push and you know use that same athletic and drive you had before you're part of that rehabilitation and that, that process.
1: Exactly. It's just to uh, to feel more confident uh, at the people because they, they lose confidence also. Yeah. And when you, you ski with disabled people, you are on the same slope like normal. You take the same slip, same uh, lift Sorry, yeah. like normal people and you go down like normal people with a special... Uh, equipment,
0: yeah, but you go on the same slope, and the relationship you have with these clients, it's different. Some with, yeah,
1: I think like in normal life, in fact, but uh, you can develop something stronger, and some be some things are uh, different with some because uh, it's strong, it's very strong.
0: Yeah, the pro- the progress that they make mentally and physically, you're part of that, and you've seen them every day progress and yeah. over the years. Yeah, yeah. One of the mutual friends that you introduced me to introduced me to their family, Clement and his family, the Bizzo and Stefan. He's uh, he's changed over the years, and he's uh, he, he loves skiing with you now, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah, Clement. Uh uh first lesson with Clement, uh, phew, it's uh, a bit far cuz uh, he've got just 7 years old and uh I spent a lot of uh winter with him and uh first uh, Clement was be able to walk but difficultly but he's be able to walk to stand up and we start uh, first lesson on skis. Yeah. And uh um, after a few years, it will be difficult for him for moving. Yeah. So we go now on, on the tandem skis. So it's like a chair you sit on, and uh, I'm just on the same skis like uh, Clement.
0: Yeah, he's he's physically uh, not able to ski anymore. He's, he's no. losing his uh, yeah, his, his his yeah. ability to walk.
1: Yeah. But uh, it's always the same. If you you spend your life, uh, Clement, living in Paris, you have uh, life uh, in a big mm, cities, and in one weeks in your life, in your in your in your year, you can go on top of the mountain to see the view of the lake, to see the the snow, to feel the the fresh air, yeah. to to feel uh, gliding, sliding. So. Something special. You can see it in his face and his reaction, can't you? I can see, and I'll also it's strong because uh, sometimes I don't have to talk with him. Yeah, I know that if I'm going on left because there is a big hole with a little jump or there is a deep snow and make a one or two turn in deep snow, I'm sure that I will make the fresh snow in in his, his face. face. He will be happy. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's a strange feeling and good succession for him.
0: Have you pushed him out of his limits a little bit? Uh push my limits. No, have you pushed Clement's limits? Obviously. Did you, you push him a little bit? Obviously, he's not be able to go
1: outside uh, and to make this uh, with everybody, and so he has a good confidence in relationship with you. Uh, maybe
0: uh not 100 but 300% yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i know he's i know his mother and father have a great relationship with you yeah the first time you took him and you did one of those little jumps were they a little bit scared or are they confident i'm sure
1: the... that uh, stefan was a little bit scared but if he is be completely completely confident yeah he says okay he, okay it's my it's my son in but uh it's a professional behind so okay let's go
0: yeah, I've seen Clermont, I've known Clermont for two or three seasons now and every every winter I know he loves coming here and skiing with you and I know his father loves skiing too. Yeah. It's, it must be nice for him to have a bit of, uh, to ski with his son now. Yeah. What about uh, other clients? You've, you know, you've been a skiing director for 22 years but to see the progression of clients over those years, what's that like to be part of that, um, someone's skiing life?
1: It's always uh, great to to have children that the de- pupu with uh, two or three years old, and twenty years after you be able to take the same the same client and you go outside for ski touring, and to practice uh, off-piste and make uh, for example two thousand climbing meters with them and uh, and share a good moment. Yeah, I says, okay, I'm older, <laughs> but I share something special with them from too many years now.
0: Yeah. And um, you're a ski instructor in the winter time, but you're also a mountain bike instructor and mountain bike guide in the summer. So uh, you have two, what's the similarities between skiing and mountain biking?
1: Oh, it's very simple. In fact, a lot of uh, skiers practice mountain bike. Yeah. So first. And second, uh, you can have, um, for the, the line, you can have the same line a little bit. You yeah. can choose the same line. Uh, the engine, it's completely different. Okay, yeah. also. Oh, it's two and
0: skis versus two wheels. It's two yeah, and two. Yeah,
1: two and two. We can, <laughs> yeah, you can say that it's different, but it's nearly the same because you can glide, you can slide, you can. But the break. same things,
0: like when you're teaching me to ski, you're telling me to look ahead, Ashley. And you do the same with the mountain bike. It's look ahead, look where you want to go. And you've also told me that, okay, let the skis do what they need to do. Let the mountain bike do what it needs to do. Keep keep explaining that to me. Uh, In
1: in fact, uh, when you ski, when you start skiing, you just look, uh, most of people, 80% people just look one or two meters front just to, okay, to analyze what happened. Yeah. And they have problem to look ahead and try to anticipate a little bit more. And more you anticipate, more it will be easier. Yeah. So it's the same in mountain bike. If you uh, you look ten or twenty meters, that you see that there is a corner with a bump just behind, you'll be able to adapt your technique. Yeah. If you look just two three meters, you arrive on the bump, bump, and you crash.
0: Yeah. You don't know. So you can learn. Yeah, Yeah, but looking at looking. Through looking where you want to go in skiing and mountain biking, it's the same as like you're preparing the line or which direction or which bump. It's all about looking looking ahead. What else is similar? Is it the similar? Is it the feeling of flying and gliding the same? What else is similar to mountain biking and skiing? In fact,
1: you can slide. Also with the mountain bike. Yeah, I've seen you slide. You let The the back wheel go. Yeah, like skiing. But the two wheels, you can slide with the two wheels. (laughs) It depends (laughs) where and how. But a lot of uh, sensations are similar.
0: Yeah. The speed, the
1: wind on your face. Okay, it's uh, it's, it's colder in the winter, but uh, it's the same. You can climb up and you can go down with your bike, like on skis.
0: Yeah, we just don't have chairlifts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what, uh, this year and over the years, you've been developing um, some special clinics for girls only. What's yeah. it like to coach girls versus guys?
1: Uh, it's completely dif- different. That's why I make just uh, girls coaching.
0: Yeah.
1: Because uh, uh, most of the times, guys, they want to... Guys against guys, wants to go faster from yeah, here. Yeah, it's a bit, just more, uh, a yeah, bit more competition. Yeah, exactly. Bit and bit ego. Girl, girls, it's completely different. Yeah, here, just to, uh, to improve and to share a good moment and whatever, if I'm going fast
0: or not. Yeah. But the guys want to know about what, what equipment do I need? What, what pressure in the tires and the... Exactly. And, you know, what yeah. gear are you running? Yeah. Where the girls just like, does my bike work? Let's go. And what do they talk about? Different. They talk about different things when they stop, don't they? Yeah, you obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you told me, what do the girls talk about on the weekend? Uh, last weekend, I've
1: got a lot of mothers, so we're talking about baby. <laughs> <laughs> Babies and children. And and baby, cr- yeah. childrens, and different uh, f- hey, girls' activities. So yeah.
0: between two stops, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, there is a difference between guys and girls when they, when you're... T- teaching a group of guys the the egos there the competitions there uh, it's not the same with women is it when you're teaching the girls it's a little bit more cl- they want it, they want everyone to progress and be to have a good day
1: yeah but it's in fact it's uh, like men uh, use more psychology so you try to analyze the man what is better to to tell to him to understand or or don't talk yeah it depends and the same with the girls in fact you have to to talk smaller with little word or you have to to be strong and you say okay let's go now so it depends you don't you have to adjust uh, your vocabulary yeah you have to to use humor or not
0: yeah tell me more about humor because it's important on both mountain biking and skiing isn't it (laughs) humor
1: with the humor you can pass a lot of message a little bit um, easily sometimes yeah. with um, some things lighter. So it's very important. But it's like every people. Some people don't like or you don't have, don't have the same humor. So you have to, to be on the same level. So you have to understand and to, to discuss and try to analyze quickly what you can do with or do you tell, tell to... It? Are you getting not.
0: better with that? at that? Are you, are, you, are you getting better at reading clients and knowing how to push them and also how to use humor? Are you, is that something you're getting better at as you're getting older?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, with more and more experience, you'll be able to understand a bit easily what you can tell to
0: him or not. Yeah, because, you know, humor... I'm dropping in on a big mountain, whether I'm skiing or mountain biking, and I've never done it before, yeah. you know, you can crack a few jokes with me and go, okay, Ashley, let's go, and, you know, my I'm instantly going to relax more.
1: Yeah, just to relax, uh, I will tell you, okay, Ashley, be concentrate, No worries. Just one advice, to don't crash. Yeah. To be sure, to don't go in the, I don't know, the cliff or the tree, to don't crash into <laughs> Okay, you just have to go just straight. avoid the triage. Yeah. <laughs> go straight. No problem. And close your eyes.
0: Yeah. And no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of crashing, you have a, it's a, like a phrase or a, like a mantra and a, and a coaching a phrase that you use called crash and learn. And I want you to explain this to me because I think it's a pretty important teaching aid, this uh, phrase of crash and learn.
1: It uh, it starts to be a it's like a, it's a spirit you know. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, it starts with uh, an English client, and um, phew, maybe twenty years ago, we are in a, we were sorry in off-piste uh, skiing and um, condition good condition but uh, deep thirty centimeters fresh, okay. so technical a little bit just to go off-piste, but he wants to go off-piste. Mm-hmm. Okay, I try to understand, I try to explain, I explain a lot the technique, how to make your turn in the deep snow, but at each turn is falling, 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 falling. Okay, at one moment I say, okay, stop. I stop to explain, and I try, I say, okay, stay on the floor, you're just falling. Yeah. So you crash, but you have to learn why you crash. Yeah. And, uh, so now he stay see, with, uh, I stay, I stay with this sentence, with, with this sentence crash and learn. Cause if you crash, okay, it's happened. Uh, if you understand, if you, uh, want to improve, you have to crash at one moment. Yeah. So just try to, to know why you crash to analyze, to be able to don't make two times like, the yeah. same
0: mistake. Cause it's not, you're using the term crash, but it's not a big crash. It could just be a fall, a stumble, yeah, a trip. Exactly. It's whatever error you make, it's like, okay, why did you make that error? And what can you learn from it? Or what, what are you going to do differently? Is that, is that a, a, a good summary? Exactly. It's a, it's
1: a spirit. In yeah. fact, and you can uh, use these spirits in your life. In general, uh, sometimes you, you crashing, it's like uh, something something's a bit negative. In fact, yeah. but, if you analyze, uh, you can uh, just try to take just the positive things in the negative, just yeah. to, to
0: be able to go ahead. Yeah, to move forward and progress. Exactly. Sometimes you need to take a, ba- a step backwards, analyze what happened, and then, okay, I won't do that again, or I do change this and do that. Um, what are some of the common, like if I'm crashing and learning and skiing, what are the common reasons why someone falls or you know can't progress a little bit when they're skiing? And then let's do the same for mountain biking.
1: In every sport, you have different uh, type of progression, and um, some people try to to use a little bit too much your the brain. Yeah to understand uh, how the technique to go on right, on left, or on the mountain bike to go, why I have to brake strongly or not. They use too much tech, uh, the brain, sorry, the thinking too much. And it's a sport sensation. So you have to to listen a bit to your feeling, your sensation. So I try, I try. It's not the case, (laughs) but I try to... To say is, and to give this uh, this information at the at the client that for stop stop uh, use your brain and just more concentrate on your feeling to accept uh, maybe I don't know to make a big turn in deep snow. In fact, uh, it will be easier because you f- go faster, you are more on top, and you go n- less deeper, yeah. and so you spend less energy and sensation it's completely different for example
0: yeah and when the client suddenly gets that how do they how does that how do they feel can you can you see when that 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 moment it clicks and they, they get it they understand it well uh, it's too easy you just yeah. have to look the face yeah a big smile yeah. <laughs> a
1: big smile most of the time Yeah. oh i succeed and i feel
0: let's do it again different different sensation
1: yeah. and wow
0: I want to do one more. Yeah, and again and again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go. The first time uh, when I was learning to ski, my my turns were like a Z shape. But once I got the S shape and the flow, I was like, okay, yeah. quick, I want to go up up the lift again. I want to do that again. You mean a little bit more flow? Yeah, the flow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and the same when you when it, when you're in the flow of a mountain bike and you you've got the rhythm. Yeah. okay exactly just that moment it just clicks and you go okay i want to get it again you feel exactly at a good moment where you have to break but
1: not too much and it's done alone and it's going alone yeah very good
0: yeah a friend of mine um she told me once she said actually you have this growth mindset so it was like she, because I was talking about I might do a podcast or I might do skiing, and she said, "What well, you, you'll succeed at it because your growth mindset is like you're not there yet. You you'll have a go and you'll you know that you'll get there in the future. Like I will I will fall, but I'll get up and do it again. Or I'm not embarrassed to try and fall and and I seek feedback. Is that something that you think is important for a client or or someone learning to ski and mountain biking? Yeah." Yeah.
1: It's like uh something similar to done parallel with uh, the spirit crash and, learn. crash and learn. Yeah, just try to uh to take the positive things.
0: Yeah. When I was learning to ski, I had to get past that frustration of falling. You know, I knew I was gonna fall all day every day, but once I got past it, I knew I would enjoy and love it.
1: It's just uh if you're passionate or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some some people wants to improve quickly. Yeah. So uh, sometimes it's difficult. You just have to accept the rules.
0: And what are the rules?
1: Yeah, uh, the rules, it's more in general, the mountain rules.
0: Yeah, the mountain always yeah. comes first and always rules.
1: The mountain rules is very important to uh, understand and to to accept and to understand yeah. the mountain rules.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to bring this back and talk about some local knowledge now. So you grew up here, you know, for 25 years. You're a ski instructor. You know the all the ski resorts. You know all the mountains because you go hiking and running and mountain biking in them. So let's bring it back to some local knowledge. What's your favorite place to ski here in the uh, Maurienne or Oud Uh I
1: don't have really a, a, um, a place. Uh, In fact, I like this place because it's completely different from other ski resorts like in town, Valley. It's a bit more um, wider. Yeah. So wider, less people, and uh, a bit more authentic.
0: Authentic, yeah, it's a good word. So,
1: yeah, I think it's the, the most important card in Moyen Valley. Yeah. The authentic... Yeah, Yeah. and um, you have same mountains like in uh, Chamonix or most of the times Chamonix, yeah, I go to Chamonix, Chamonix, Chamonix for Alpinism, for everything. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, but in fact, go one time at Chamonix and you will be very disappointed, too much people, you go on the trail, you're not alone, it's too busy, it's too busy, it's beautiful, okay, it's beautiful, but... Honestly, cheap and busy. Yeah, you go in Moyen Valley, it's completely different. The spirit's not the same. Yeah, less people and wild.
0: Wild is a yeah. great word. I mean, yeah. we—I can be at the chairlift at nine o'clock and be the first one in line, and then five minutes later, i the top, and i have got the ski resort all to myself at nine o'clock. Yeah. Um, but you can go ski touring here. You go touring all the time. You've been up above your house at the at the refuge this this winter and. You go uh, touring on Valsoni or touring above La the, the Norma or Bonval. Mm. I
1: use, uh, in fact, um, the weathercast a lot, and uh, I try to follow, you know, the powder hunter. Yeah. <laughs> so we try to find the best spot uh, with the best condition of the moment. So sometimes it's at Bonval, sometimes Valsoni, sometimes we move a bit downer, La Norma. So we move. N- in fact in just uh, 50 kilometers you can have a uh, six, six place difference for skiing amazing
0: yeah in half an hour we can be in Bonneval another half, 15 minutes for another ski resort it's amazing yeah what about your favorite places to go mountain bike riding here totally. so many <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is not very really, in fact uh, the best place for me the best place is when you are with the good client at the best moment uh, sharing yeah. a good day or a good climbing or book good downhill or the both, <laughs> and sharing also the yeah. the end a good beer at the end, so it's a package
0: yeah, the sharing is important for you. Tell me more about that,
1: yeah, but you can do a lot of things alone yeah so yeah, but in fact it's not very interesting
0: yeah i think I think it's the people you remember. And the experience and the sharing that you remember, not yeah. the, so much the, li- the line of where you were.
1: And in fact, uh, when you share, it's not an obligation to share something s- very difficult, like uh, an exploit or, you know, something s- uh, special. You can share a good moment uh, just on climbing at the uh, Refuge Valenbrun. It's not e- e- too difficult,
0: but just sharing. Yeah. Speaking of Valenbrun, what's your favorite refuge here?
1: Yeah, I speak Valombra because yeah, it's just up the Yeah, just the house, and uh, yeah, I've got uh, 30 minutes up. I go on my bike and yeah, I climb to Valombra. I make the the good downhill here, so it's a good place. It's a special place for me here because uh, training's play place. Uh, it's uh, when I check the bike and go on this slope because I know the each rock at each turn. So yeah. on
0: the bike, yeah. It, it's my it's my trail the guardian up there the guy that the, the the two husband and wife that run the refuge they know you very well they say yeah we've seen we've seen cedric and he descends down the what do you call it the death zone or the no fall zone above valenbrun there
1: yeah there is a no fall zone at le collet if you fall you, there is no crash and learn No, here. There's no cra- yeah. yeah it's forbidden to fall
0: <laughs> what about some other refuges you i mean you've Take your mountain bike, you you discovered lots of refuges, what are some of your favorite refuges to visit? Or maybe take a client, it's great to have a beer or something to eat.
1: Yeah, there is too many places, I like to go in Keras, it's a bit uh, more in the source, you can have a good, good loop. uh, When you go on, on this trail you feel that, oh, it's made for a mountain bike, Yeah. so it's amazing. But there is also a big pff, something special uh, between the two lakes, Anzi and there There is a uh, good loop, not so far from the mountain, but not in a smaller mountain. In fact, yeah. you know, there is also a place in Italy. So f- there is a
0: yeah, we've done a loop taking clients from uh, Valsesia down to Susa or over Clepier and Valfrages yeah. down to Bardonecchia. Yeah, Tour de Romage. Yeah, it's a nice loop. What about your favorite cheese? Oh, f- uh,
1: to be honest, Bonval—not uh, Bonval, um, Bonval Blue. Bonval Blue, yeah. But I prefer, in fact, uh, the Beaufort. Yeah, yeah.
0: What about your favorite bread or uh, pastries from the boulangerie? Favorite bread, the mine. Yeah, yeah. You are a <laughs> bread maker. <laughs> Home bread. <laughs> well, I, I explained to everyone that listening because Cedric lives uh a little more remotely. He's not in the town, so uh, it's difficult for Cedric to get fresh bread. So he has to he makes it. He makes a really good fresh bread. Um tea or coffee in the morning? Uh syrup strawberry. No, tea or coffee. Syrup strawberry. Oh okay. <laughs> strawberry syrup for, for breakfast. Um Summer or winter? Both. Both? Yeah. What's good about living here and what's bad about living here?
1: Um, it's good because you're. Um, I'm in the mountain. So this is why uh, I'm here, because yeah. I like mountain, but uh, sometimes it's difficult between two seasons, uh, especially uh, autumn is a. Uh, difficult season because it starts to be cold bad weather not enough snow for skiing raining and cold for biking it's difficult so you have to to wear good equipment if you want to train and to continue to practice so sometimes it's difficult and between uh, the big season so between summer and between winter it's also difficult to find clients because it's a bit wide this is the in fact a bit negative things because when uh, it's wide band, you don't have you don't have people so yeah. hard to f- to find clients and to earn money
0: and a lot of the businesses are closed too yeah <clears throat> yeah what about uh is there a special place that you should that most anyone that visits here should visit special place t- that people should visit here like it could be Le Cor or the, well, the I, lake
1: I think uh, yeah you can can go uh, to see the, the lake of Monsigny it's a special lake Yeah, so beautiful view cold water but
0: beautiful yeah. view <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's one of the sp- uh, local foods people should try here local specialty
1: well I like in mountains we can test uh, raclette tartiflette yeah, it's good, but also we've got good pizzaiolo with good pizza here. Yeah, we've got good pizza. Because we are pizza. not so far from the Italy. Italy.
0: Yeah. yeah. What's your greatest strength? Or greatest uh character or personality? What's the greatest strength that you have? Um hard, yeah, <laughs>
1: very hard. <laughs> I'm not prepared.
0: Now I'm throwing some questions at you. Now, uh, pff, positive or negative? Both. Both. No, give me a positive. We're only gonna be positive on this show. Okay, positive. Um, I try to
1: to to be always positive, so smiling, and try try to. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Even if it will be difficult, let's go. We try. Let's see. Okay. I think it will be important. Yeah. For
0: step it... by step, but let's go. I think you have to be positive in the mountains. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. The, the mountains will win. Yep. <laughs> What's the greatest piece of advice someone has given you?
1: Greatest
0: um, advice?
1: Okay. I think... Um, with the age, I try to... I can I can tell now that you have to accept the mountain rules. I mean that sometimes we are just human and mountains is here from from, from so many years. So mountain rules, it means that uh, at one moment you can't go on top of this peak because the condition is not good. It's not good. Maybe it will be good for... Yeah, maybe uh, two day after it's not good, so it's better to go hiking, or it's better to go on this mountain in summer for biking, or maybe for flying, or for, for climbing. So you have different type of uh, type of uh, activities, and you just have to, to choose the good ones. Would be good at the good moment on the on the good mountain. Yeah, and it's not very diff. It's not very easier. But you have to accept this and uh just says okay, today I want to go on this one, but it's not good. There is not good condition. You can say okay, I don't go today. Whatever Tomorrow. the mountain will be here today before or one month after. So no problem.
0: Tomorrow. What is the most French thing about you? Oh, Hush. I don't like you. <laughs> um, French. What makes you so French? I don't know. Cheese. Yeah, you do like cheese. Yeah. Your father had some stinky cheese once. Yeah, I like stinky. Yeah. <laughs> Strong and stinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you own an Opinel knife? You have an open L knife. An open... open L. Ah, yeah. How I've m- got... Uh, pff, how many? Too much. Maybe 10. What do you always carry in your backpack?
1: Uh, in my backpack in the summer or in the winter? Both. Both, okay. Um, a little equipment to repair. Yeah. So repair skis in the winter or repair some things on the bike in yeah, the I've summer. Yeah, I've seen that in your backpack. In your, yeah. yeah. I've got this, I've got, I've got a knife, water, and a little bit food bar, energy bar.
0: What scares you in the mountains? Scares. Scares. What makes scares. you scared ah. in the mountains?
1: Uh, to don't take the good decisions uh, at the good moment about the mountain rules. Yeah. What I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah so you can always come back.
1: Yeah.
0: Who's faster now, you or Enzo? Pfft, easy. <laughs> me. No. <laughs> no, uh, uh, uh,
1: Enzo uh, for climbing is faster than me. Uh, it's normal. It's getting,
0: it's getting at that age now where the boys are... 18 years old. Yeah, it's he's, normal.
1: He's starting to push you now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's always the same. When you're younger, you get faster... One two hours, and after,
0: yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> how does it, how, do you, how do you feel now when that happens? How does it make you feel? Yeah, uh, feel proud
1: because he uh, understand uh, a lot of things in mountains to to practice, and uh, I think he's a bit uh,
0: yeah, and he, he's be able to go alone now. When he, he, I've seen him now, he goes in the ski touring and mountaineering and alpinist in the, in the winter. Mm. The first time he did that, how did, were you scared or concerned or you were just, okay, it's, it's life. He's, you've got confidence in his ability. First time he was yeah. alone. Yeah. Uh,
1: I was a little bit scared, it's normal, but in same times, so- uh. I say, okay, yeah, understand a lot of, of things. So it's be able to to go alone. So no problem.
0: Yeah. And uh, I know you're a, a new father now, mm-hmm. little baby girl. Mm-hmm. When are you going to start to take her uh, bike riding? We start. You start already? Yeah. You've bought the, the, the little seat for her. <laughs> little seat uh, behind. The trailer? trailer. Uh-huh. Yeah, trailer
1: behind, and let's go <laughs> on the road first. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> when are you going on the mountain
1: bike? uh we go in Italy, we go at col du granier we go at Bonval. we try to to move yeah yeah
0: and um what do you hope she how do you hope how do you hope she um enjoys the mountains Does she, do you hope that she has the same love affair and passion for the mountains as you do uh that's her choice, yeah, we'll see you see.
1: I hope that she she'll likes mountains and to, to pra- she wants to practice mountains in general. But uh, we'll see. Okay. If she wants to do basketball, because she make, uh, she wants to do basketball,
0: what whatever, basketball, let's go. All right. <laughs> um, I asked you to prepare some homework. So there's a couple of questions I asked you to do, think about. Before we get that one word, give me one word to describe the mountains. Just one word. One word. Amazing. Amazing. All right. Uh, the three questions I ask every guest to, to think about and prepare is, one is to tell me a story. So did you think about a story you wanted to share with the with our listeners?
1: Uh, we are in uh, spring, start of the summer, so I've got just a story in my head quickly. Okay. On mountain bike. Uh, it's maybe not so far, five years ago. With Zeb, okay, that you have on yeah, the show. Yeah, okay, the last time. Yeah, yeah. and um, we climb uh, the um, Roche Melon. It's a mountain uh, just uh, uh, before Besson. Okay. You take the Valley du Ribon, You climb. Yeah, it's a and, beautiful valley. Yeah, wide again. Yeah, tough climbing. Oh well, yeah, the start is yeah, tough. Yeah, tough climbing. Was Zeb on a
0: normal bike or e bike?
1: No, normal. Everybody on uh, normal. We hmm. are. We were uh, four. On this climbing, and we go on top of uh, Rochemelon it's a uh, mountain top of uh Susa, and we go back on uh, we go down sorry, on the Italy face, and it's uh, in fact at uh, three thousand meters down Wow, so we start at 3,300 three hundred meters, mm-hmm. and we arrive to Susa at three hundred meters, so a long, long downhill,, yeah. but before a tough climbing. <laughs> And we crossed the glacier on the bike, so on snow. The last part I remember, I succeeded to stay on the bike until the top. And on top, uh, I was lucky because it's very, very difficult downhill. And uh, scared, forbidden to fall. (laughs) But uh, it was too foggy. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> we don't see anything. I stay on this trail, and uh, we go down. We arrive down. Uh, the brake will burn. It will be <laughs> yeah. disaster. But uh, yeah, very good moment sharing
0: yeah. again. Exactly
1: with four people and uh, with a good beer at Souza. Oh
0: yeah, and it's a lot warmer down there in Souza. Yeah, it's good. Um, what do the mountains teach you about life?
1: Um, never stop. Yeah. In, into into word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, Pull, no. Give me more information. Pull that apart for um, me. Go deeper for me. What does it mean?
1: It's a special life, and you have to be strong. But uh, understand also that uh, alone, it's very difficult. So it's very important to to help people, or you know, here it's very important to communication. Yeah. So with friend uh, communication and helping uh, each other. So so sometimes we don't pay people for something. We just uh, share um, something, share my advice or. Uh, I re- okay, I will repair your bike for you because uh, I did some mechanics yeah, but, uh, but you give me your four-wheel drive to go in the forest uh, to to cut some tree yeah. or so it's a service for service you know
0: yeah it's just helping it's just being your neighbor being exactly. friendly exactly and how do the mountains make you feel? Living here or working here, playing here. Yeah, how, do the, yeah. how do the mountains make you feel? It's,
1: it's so simple and feel uh, lucky con- compared to people who are not in mountain. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, I have got. I understand that people live in city, in big city, for a job, for everything. But I can't do that. Yeah, impossible.
0: Why are you lucky here?
1: It's my life
0: yeah
1: it's my life, I choose to be here I'm lucky, so
0: yeah I think that's a that's a it's a nice way to finish up here because uh, and um you you chose to to live this mountain life and I think you're you're living your your best mountain life so thanks for coming on the show Cedric thanks Ash, good and, continuation uh, yeah no thank you yeah and uh, oh sorry, I have one more question um how short are you? are you fully grown are you tall how tall are you one meter 65 but i eat some soup again (laughs) all right i'll cut that out so that's it for this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you want to hear more stories from beyond the mountains please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts you can find me on apple itunes spotify and google podcasts please leave a comment and review it helps with people to find the show You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond the Mountains Podcast. So please like and follow the show. And remember, the mountains are more than just rock and ice, but the mountains are made up of the people who live, work, and play in them.